Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you with an episode titled Five Things You Should Quit Doing Immediately. Or Five Things You Should Quit Doing Sooner Than Later. I think that's probably more appropriate. Um, full disclaimer, I have no show notes here. I have nothing written down. I found this uh, infographic or page probably 10 to 12 months ago, and it's just a black background with these things listed out here. So I have nothing uh, written down in detail. I'm just going to spitball it, A, because I'm exhausted and tired and I'm too lazy to to do show notes for this. And uh, I just want to head home, um, hopefully take a nap, and then my wife and I are going to go out to dinner tonight, which we have done very few and far between this year because we are on a mission to pay our house completely off and we are getting ridiculously close and you'd be surprised how much money you spend on going out to dinner and having drinks and when you eradicate that from your life for about 12 to 13 months it really does add up and so that has aided us in this quest but tonight we're going out because you also have to live your life and you know do shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to but I did want to get you guys this out because it is December the 14th, we're getting into that kind of, you know, New Year's resolution time, and admittedly, I don't believe that, you know, January 1st is any magic power over December 31st, but if it gets you guys hyped and jacked and motivated, I am all for it. If you like the New Year, New You, you know, clean start, fresh slate kind of stuff, and that gets you to make a change or transformation, then let's roll with it, man. So I do think this is an appropriate time to uh, to drop these to you. And again, if you guys do have requests for the podcast, please send them in to me, um, whether it be email, text, DM, whatever it is. Uh, I love getting new stuff because I feel like, A, I don't like to hear myself talk, and two, I've talked about everything that I probably think is important um, at this point, unless it's individual stories with people. But I did get a great request today from Jennifer Bajay, who, Jen, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Awesome seeing you. Hope to see you again very soon. Uh, she was with us for a long time, and she left and then popped back in today. And uh, she just had me uh, basically brought up you know, how people get anxiety or they feel stressed or they're nervous or they're uncomfortable in, you know, starting a fitness program or going to a gym or, you know, being in a new environment that's not what they're used to. And so I'm going to do a podcast in detail for all of you guys out there who have anxiety or have stress or who are uncomfortable maybe trying something new or different and hopefully try to erase uh, the barrier you have of joining a fitness program or a community and a gym. But I I really want to do it right, so I'm going to take my time, not like today, uh, do detailed show notes and really kind of lay it out, maybe interview and ask some questions of some of our athletes here and other people uh, to see what I can come up with to make it the easiest, smoothest transition possible, make you guys all feel comfortable, you know, to try new stuff and really, you know, find a community that that supports you and lifts you up so i will get into that so to my point if you have requests send them to me and if i can talk on them i for surely will either in their own episode or like i always do at least once per month do a q a episode to answer all the questions and things that you guys have asked of me but without further delay the five things i think you should quit doing sooner than later number one you have to stop trying to please everyone You guys have heard me talk about this before, but it is true. You can't be a perfectionist and you can't make everybody happy. People are going to judge you and you're always going to probably piss somebody off and make somebody happy. That's just life. Otherwise, you're a person who's completely vanilla and you're neutral and you always live in the middle. And 
those people aren't remembered and those people typically tend to be rather miserable. So obviously at some, and again, even the people who do that, that pisses people off. So really you're never going to make everyone happy. You just can't. Now I'm all for compromise. I'm all for give and take, especially if you're in a marriage or a relationship, there's going to be some 50, 50, some 51, 49 situations. I always tell you guys to be a fountain, not a drain. And so that's kind of how I roll through life. But with that said, there's certain things that I'm willing to, you know, give. And there's certain instances where I'm not willing to give. My wife will tell you, her and I are both very intense. We're both very stubborn. Sometimes that works out super well for us to get things accomplished and get goals done. And sometimes it ends up being us screaming at each other um, over the dumbest shit possible. Um, But again, we also try to make each other happy but not sacrificing our own individual happiness for that, if that makes sense. And I think sometimes for you guys, the most unselfish thing you can do is be selfish. You know, put your mask on first before you can help others. But honestly, just to make yourself the best version of you so you're healthy and you're happy, and then the byproduct is you are going to please others. But you can never make everybody happy. The example I give here is we do group training here. It's the biggest thing we do in person. We get people in groups. It's as close to personal training as it can be in a group setting. We coach it. We walk them through it. It's fun. The energy, there's a community. It To me, it's the best option to be fit. And the best thing I've seen for long-term sustained success is putting people in small groups that get them to just rock and roll and be able to rip it. Now, the one thing we can't do for them is make them all happy in terms of music selection. We do our best here. We really do. And yet, somebody is always pissed. Now, my young coach Jacob, they they really do ride him because he doesn't know who like Pearl Jam is. He doesn't know who Aerosmith is. But on the same note, he knows like who Juice World is and he knows who Drake is. And there's a lot of, of our older clients who don't know who the hell those people are. So it's always give and take and there's going to be generational gaps with music. But the point I'm driving at is I can play Tupac here. I can play Britney Spears here, Skrillex, Metallica, Christmas music, system of a down, country music, today's hits, no matter what it is, somebody's pissed. I play country, three people love it, 25 people hate it. I play Tupac, six people love it, and everybody else thinks it's vulgar and I should turn it off. I play today's hits, and then people look at me like I'm crazy. I play system of a down, one person loves it, the other 10 people want to punch me in my face. So you can't please everyone, so please stop trying. Do the best you can. Make yourself happy first. Have compromise in your life with the relationships you have to, but please don't be a perfectionist. You've never been perfect. You never will be, and you can't make everybody happy, so why the hell do you even try? Number two, you have to stop fearing change because, well, my friends, change is going to happen whether you like it or not. The world is always shifting and moving. If it never changed, we'd probably all still be watching just black and white TVs and listening to the radio. Obviously, the world is moving, especially with technology at a faster pace than we've ever seen before. So you just have to be willing to adapt and roll with the punches and integrate certain things into your life and eradicate certain things and just be willing to be educated and do the best you can with the way the world is turning and moving. And again, that same goes the same for your body, right? Like I always say it, you're always getting softer, older, and wrinklier. It's just part of the game. It's going to be harder to you know, lose weight and make a transformation at 44, 54, and 64 than it was at 24. That's just part of the game, man. You know, wisdom comes with that, but also your body is, you know, probably going to have some baggage and there's going to be some bumps and bruises and things that you have to accept. And 
I'm okay with that. I really understand that. And in terms of the economy and the world, it's going to change. Like there are certain jobs that are going to go away because of technology, and it's going to also create other jobs because of technology. But we can't be fearful of those things, especially when we've been living in probably the greatest economic expansion any of you have ever seen. This market has just been rocking and rolling, and you know. People have jobs, people are making money, things are great. Now, I don't know what happens when it corrects or if there's a recession or what the kickback is or what's the thing that crumbles, but even when that happens, you just have to do the best you can with what you got and really just be accepting of the world is going to change and people are going to change. Your kids are going to change, your husband and wife are, your friends are. People are always going to be evolving. Some people devolving, which is sad, and, and most people are going to be evolving, and hopefully they do. Some people will get stuck in the past, and whether you leave them behind or not, that's going to be your call. But just know, like, if you married somebody and you, you met them at 24, to think they're going to be the exact same at 34, 44, and 54 is insanity. Like, if nothing else, they're going to become more educated, hopefully, but there's also going to be some things that happen along the way. Like, we get scarred in life, whether it be both physical and emotional. So as, you know, you roll through life, there's going to be some things that just you carry with you as you go. And some of those things can be a burden and they can weigh you down or they can be learning opportunities. And those failures and those setbacks and those losses can make you the most well-rounded, you know, mindful, kind, perspective-driven person there is. Or it can make you like a negative asshole who nobody wants to be around. So just know... The world is changing, your life is changing, the people are changing around you. Don't fear it, just adapt to it, evolve with it, and roll with it. Number three, you have to stop living in the past. I can promise all of you this, no matter whatever mistakes you've made, you know, you can make amends, you can apologize, and you just have to forget and roll on. You can't live your life in the rear view. And for all of you, I'm sincere when I say this, there's far better things ahead for you in your life than the things you've left behind. That's it. And anything that you you made a mistake with, you fucked up on, whether it's school, a job, marriage, things you said, things you did, you just have to be at peace with it. And you can't change it. All you can really do is learn from it and make sure you don't make the same mistake twice. And my wife was running probably like six months ago or a year ago, and she found this rock when she was out running and it's amazing somebody had painted it purple with some words on it and the rock says and I quote your wound is probably not your fault but your healing is your responsibility I'm going to repeat that again so you guys catch it your wound is probably not your fault but your healing is your responsibility and so that just goes to show you guys things are going to happen to us in life and we can't control them but we can control how we react to the situations moving forward. And the past is the past. The future, who knows what it will hold, but we can actually live in the present for right now. So if you guys are holding on to some old shit, I just urge you to let it go. It's like you're operating on old technology. Like if you have the original iPhone, it's probably time for you to upgrade to the 10 or the 11. If you're still using a BlackBerry or a flip phone, I would urge you guys to upgrade to something that came out in the last, I don't know, five years at least. And I get it. Shit happens to all of us. Life is not fair. I understand that just as well as any of you listening to me. But you can't just sit and bitch and whine and complain about the things that happened to you or what went on years ago. 
you have to adapt and move forward. If you get punched in the face today on a Saturday and you want to lay on the ground for five minutes, that's cool. But if you get punched in the face today on a Saturday and I come back and it's Monday morning and you're still laying on the ground, we have a problem. You can't keep talking about the things that happened three months ago, three years ago, 13 years ago, 22 years ago. You just have to move forward because when you when you live in the past, you're missing the present. When you live in the past, you are missing the present. And there is so much awesome shit going on right now, you guys. And there's so many amazing things that lie ahead for you. So just let go of all the negative shit. Anything that happened, it's over. There's nothing you can do about it. So move ahead. Number four, you have to stop putting yourself down. This ties in with the living in the past. Obviously, past mistakes, you guys drop them like a bad habit. But for a lot of you out there listening... Who say this? And and I joke with you guys here on the podcast and say like I'm not that smart. And intelligence, there there's a lot of ways to measure intelligence. I do think IQ wise, many people you know can out IQ me. But there's things that I make up for in emotional intelligence that I think puts me in the same room as them. So I'm okay with it. And I do it, you know, so half serious, half joking with you. But um, I don't get down on myself. I'm not negative about my life and who I am and what I do. I'm very much realistic. I have a level of self-awareness that is very high. So I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm bad at. And uh, I just rock with it. And I'm not negative about my body or how smart I am or how much money I make or where I live or what I do or how I grew up or what's ahead of me. I'm very optimistic and I'm very glass half full at this point in my life. And I was not always like that. Um, Many of you know I've, I've shared the story before where uh, my wife and I are out, you know, having drinks after uh, the 4th of July, which is the not turning. It's the one day a year I still play basketball with my homies. And uh, my old high school coach was there, and his name is Mike Costello, and uh, Kaz for short we call him. And Kaz is a great human, one of the most influential, you know, men uh, probably in my life, and there's not many of those. And uh, he was one of them at a period in my life where it was very important for me to have that. And uh, he looked out for me, uh, too generally, you know, gives a shit about me. I think even till this day, he kind of gets me and my background and who I am and, and how I grew up and my family dynamic. And we're out having drinks and I'm probably about 10 drinks in and he's probably about the same. And uh, he said to my wife, he's just like, as we're talking, he's like, I'm just so, you know, proud of the person you are. He's like, you went off to college, this, you know, angry young man who had, you know, me against the world attitude. And then you come back all these years later and you have this perspective and this gratitude and you're so mindful and you're operating now from a place of gratitude and abundance, not from the world's against me. Everybody fucking hates me and you're trying to prove everybody wrong. Now, I think both ways can work for motivation. Um, As a matter of fact, I thought about it the other day when I was lifting, like training. Um, I used to always work out um, because I was just so fucking mad about like everything all the time. And like in, in my, and you could pick something and I, I could see it in a negative light and maybe that's, um, you know, environments, uh, maybe it's, you know, the friends and the family and the people I'm around that, that put me in that state and just, you know, seeing, you know, what I didn't have and not focusing on what I did have, I think was a huge part of it. But when I would work out, I would work out from a place of like anger and just being just pissed. And that's how I, I would play sports the same way. Like I just wanted to fucking kill everybody in, in, in a sporting context, not like, you know, not Dexter, you know, wrap them up in plastic and, you know, serial kill them. But like, I just, that's what I was a killer. Like I wanted to just crush you. Compet- my competitiveness 
was fueled by anger. And in the gym and in business and in life, it was all fueled by that. Everything came from this negative place. And the other day I thought for the first time, like, man, like I've been training now for years from a positive standpoint. And while I do think in some weird way that negative mindset does kind of help you, you know, with that anger fuels you, um, it doesn't for the long haul. And you can't always put yourself down. You can't always be in a negative mindset. At some point, it will it'll drown you. Um, you'll never survive life doing that. You have to operate from a place of happiness and perspective and gratitude and be thankful for all the things you do have. And I'm sharing that story with you guys because that's what I did for, for many years of my life. And I was able to compartmentalize it and overcome it, but eventually I had to just let it go. And I had to stop, you know, telling myself the story that I have it so bad and I have it so rough and I have it so awful when admittedly some of those things might have been true, but my life was still pretty fucking great. And when you look at the scope of the entire world, I'm like, I had a lot of gifts that a lot of other people didn't have. I have a pretty good station in life that I started off at. When you look at the 7, 8 billion people in the world, but a lot of you out there are listening to me, you're putting yourself down like, well, I'm not making this money at this age. I'm not married yet. Uh, I I don't have this body fat. I don't have this car or this house or I'm, I'm too fat or I'm too skinny or I'm too stupid or I'm too slow or I'm too X, Y, Z, you fill in the blank. You can't say shit like that to yourself. You really can't. It is a poison, man. And the more you say it, even if it's half joking, a lot of you slowly start to believe it. And there's always like a shred of truth in the things that people say sarcastically about themselves. I believe that. Otherwise, why would they say it? And it, it starts to sometimes manifest this negative downturn in your life. So please, if you're listening to me, stop telling yourself that you're too stupid, you're too dumb, or you should be here at this stage or portion of your life. It's just not true. Take a second. A second, step back and just be like, wow, I have all these amazing positive gifts and opportunities ahead of me. Yeah, these three or four things might not be perfect, but if you focus on the three or four shitty things and not the, you know, 34 positive things, you're always going to be in that negative mindset and operating from a place of anger and frustration and being pissed off and you'll continue to put yourself down and the longer you do it and the more you do it it creates this phobia and the sickness it's when people do it with their physical body like from a body dysmorphia standpoint when they sit and they stare in the mirror like oh my stomach has always been too thick or too fat or my legs have always had cellulite or I hate the way my arms look or I hate these wrinkles on my face whatever it is if you stare at it and look at it consistently for hundreds if not thousands of times and you tell yourself that it's going to become a belief that you probably can't break out of at some point so i'm urging all of you right now to stop putting yourself down stop feeling sorry for yourself and stop always looking for the negative in the situation look for the positive give yourself praise stop hating on yourself every single day and number five you have to quit overthinking Every single decision in your life. Now, I want you all to be patient for the things you want. I also want you all to have self-awareness. I want you all to critical think about the choices you're making in life. However, you don't have to overthink, overanalyze, and examine, and try to be a perfectionist with every single thing you do in your life. And admittedly, I think there is certain things you should think about, like if you're going to change careers, I would think about that. If you're going to make major financial purchases, i.e. probably a car, uh, a home, 
Yeah, if you're a dude or a woman, engagement rings, things like that, things that cost in excess of, you know, probably, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think you can think about that. If you're going to go to college, if you're a young person out there listening, or you're going to go back to school, you know, weigh the costs financially, risk reward, what's it going to cost you? And is this degree, uh, is this skill going to get me a job that I really love to do? Not just pay money because that ain't worth it something that you really love to do every single day that will create money to let you live the life that you want to live. And especially all my creators out there. If you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, if you are trying to do a personal brand, if you're running a business, if you want to be a person who shares content and creates it, whether it be, you know, written audio or video, you have to stop overthinking every single thing. I'm all for, you know, doing show notes, which I don't have any today, uh, because again, I didn't overthink it. I'm just going to get on here and rip, but being diligent with that stuff, I think is great, but a lot of people will look at a post they're going to share on Facebook or Instagram, and they'll worry about the caption, and they'll rewrite it 15 times, or they'll worry about the photo and video, and they'll have to take 97 photos to post one, and they'll have to have the perfect lighting, and the perfect angles, and the perfect fill in the blank. You're overthinking it. For your 1,200 people who follow you and the 77 people who are actually going to see it, they don't give a shit. Just share it if you want to share it. Don't be nervous. People are going to judge you either way. Like I said, you can't please everyone and people will think what they think, but just throw your stuff out there, man. You know, like literally just throw 8,000 things at the wall and see what sticks and see what you like and see what you love. But you can't overthink every small decision in your life. And I think a lot of people do that because they're crippled by fear and by judgment. And sometimes that's judgment from husband or wife. Um, a lot of times it's judgment from parents and coworkers and just the people who are around them. Uh, I know people who don't start personal brands uh, who I think should um, for the fact of not because I think it will make them super rich and famous, although I do think there is monetary advantages to that for them. There's people who don't share videos enough, who don't talk on camera enough who don't share their writing enough because they're so afraid of being judged and they overthink it. And they're like, Jeremy, what do you think of this? Should I share this? I'm like, yeah, you should. And half the time I don't even read it and look at it because I know who they are as a person. I know it's good. I know it's quality. I know it's coming from a place of sincerity. And it's coming from a place of gratitude. It's coming from a place of they want to help people and just share a positive message with them. And a lot of you out there listening to me, you have a lot of great shit to say. You have a lot of great stuff you can write and throw out there to help somebody and you don't do it because you're overthinking it and oh, well, people will think this and people will think that. Yeah, they're going to think that fucking shit anyway, man. So just please share it. If you guys literally want to do certain things in your life uh, that are not going to have a negative adverse effect on you, just stop overthinking it and just go out and live your life and do the things that are fun and share the things that you know can help people Um, because again, Judgment will happen regardless. So you might as well just do the shit that you want to do and obviously live with the consequences on the back end. But for most of you, if you are sharing video or you want to start a podcast or a YouTube page or a blog or a website or a t-shirt company, whatever it is, I urge you to do it and see if it works. And if you love it and it's just a passion project or a hobby and you're doing it just to help people, awesome. And if you do it long enough and you help enough people and you really put, you know, 
you know, connect the dots behind the scenes, it can turn into a business and you can make money because you live in the greatest time that has ever been, just 2019, where you can literally start a podcast and a blog and a website and a YouTube page talking about fucking Ninja Turtles and Care Bears and you can probably make 40000 bucks a year. That's the truth. You can probably go all in on Care Bears and Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers or whatever you're into and make 30, 40, 50,000 bucks a year if you really loved it that much and you found the other crazy people who love Ninja Turtles, Care Bears, and Power Rangers as much as you do. So again, you don't have to overthink every business opportunity and every job and every post and every decision in your life. Sometimes you just have to ready, fire, aim, and then just pick up the pieces from there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that just quick rant on five things I think you should quit doing immediately. Just a recap here. Number one, stop trying to please everybody. Number two, stop fearing change. Number three, stop living in the past. Number four, stop putting yourself down. And number five, stop overthinking every single thing. The world is not that concerned with you and every decision you make. And if they are... That is a problem that they have and you can't solve it for them anyway. So please, just keep on living your life. Anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, shoot me an email, DM, send me a message. I'm happy to record it if I can speak on it with any intelligence whatsoever. I'm happy to do so. If you're on iTunes right now on your iPhone, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Scroll all the way down, kids, to the bottom of the podcast. Hit five star and drop me a sentence. I truly would appreciate it. It means the world to me. And if you think these five things can help anybody make any changes in your life, please forward it to them. I am happy if you do. And just know the casket effect you guys have by doing that goes far beyond your reach. Can never imagine. And selfishly, it does help us move up the ranks on the podcast and get some bigger distribution to everybody. And if you are on a MacBook or an iPad, just go on the iTunes app and do the same five-star and leave a comment. I thank you guys for listening. And again, I'm all sincere. If you guys do have requests, please send them my way. I'm happy to, you know, help you in any small way I can. This is my, you know, way of giving back to the world and hopefully it helps you guys in one way or another. So, I need to head home, take a nap, and then heading out to dinner tonight. And if you're on Instagram and you follow me, I'll throw hopefully some food up there. Because um, lately, a lot of the stuff I've been eating is not super sexy. It's my same boring-ass meals day after day after day. But tonight, we're going out. And again, side note for you guys, just so we're clear. When I go to restaurants, I typically don't order the healthiest stuff because I eat healthy shit every single day at my house. So why am I going to go to a restaurant and just order fish? Like, yeah, sometimes I will, but it's very rare. If their place is known for burgers, I'm going to get a burger. If it's known for pizza, I'm going to get a pizza. If it's known for cinnamon rolls, I'm going to get cinnamon rolls. That's what you do. You have to live a normal life. It's all about balance. It's all about give and take. Now, if you ate like an asshole, you know, the other four days of the week, you probably got to go out and order fish and vegetables. But if you didn't, when you go somewhere, get what they're known for. It's worth it. And that's what I believe life is all about. That's why we do split squats and burpees and push sleds. So we can eat shit once in a while and we don't weigh 400 pounds. So just my takeaway for the night as I head out. So until next time, everybody, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.